0: Hi everyone. I thought I would start this week's podcast with a bit of a story Um, and it's a story that reminds me to do something every year. So I was on a trip to Perth um, for an organization I was working with and working with the leader of the Australia and New Zealand business there and we were both feeling a little down to be honest. We, you know, the business was struggling. We thought we were going to have to put off some more people, which we hated doing. And so to cheer ourselves up, we thought we'd go for lunch on the river in Perth and, you know, look at the water, contemplate life, those sorts of things. And it was a nice lunch. um, But we realized something during that lunch that you know, we needed a way to move forward when we were both feeling so down about the state of the business. So we headed back to the office. We found uh, an empty whiteboard and we started to write down all the things that had gone well in the year so far, all the things that were positive, all the areas that we'd made progress. And all of a sudden we felt so much better. We felt like we could move forward, that that there was hope, um, and you know this is not about you know always being positive and always being you know Pollyanna-ish, if that makes sense to people, but it was really just about stopping and reflecting and taking stock and and you know being able to document the things that that were going well and that everything wasn't as bad as we thought it was. And when I was thinking about this story recently, I remembered I used to do this every year for my career. <laughs> Excuse me, it's it's a allergy season here in Auckland, New Zealand. Um, but, yeah, I used to do this every year for my career, um, for my health, uh, for what was happening in my personal life. I would really, you know, take stock at the end of the year and really reflect on how the year was gone, and then use that reflection to work out how I wanted the next year to be. And, you know, I love the end of one year and the start of another. I like the possibility of closing out something and the possibility, I guess, of moving forward with something new, um, something undiscovered, something with lots of potential. So then I realized that that during COVID, I kind of stopped doing this. Um, you know, the world stopped, and so I guess I stopped reviewing my year. I stopped thinking about what the future could be, and you know, I can remember being at the end of 2020 and just being exhausted, and and the the thought of actually sitting down and, and doing this work didn't even enter my mind. Um, as I'm sure it did for many of us. 2020 was a massive year. Um, It was an exhausting year. It was an emotional year. And then 2021, which I think we all thought, you know, COVID would be over. And of course it wasn't. And so for many of us, it was a similar year. But 2022 feels like to an extent we've emerged from COVID. I I know that in some com- countries, we are seeing more cases emerge., uh, but generally, things are a little bit, more settled and and we're moving forward. So I decided I've I've got to get back into this habit, this great habit of stopping and pausing and reflecting on the year that's been, but then also thinking about what could be, what could be possible for the next year. So, um so I thought I might talk a little bit about how I do that reflection process and how I how I plan for the next year so firstly I like to kind of find some space alone and that's quiet where I won't be interrupted maybe um at some years I've I've sat at a cafe by myself some years I've done this work on holidays where you kind of have a bit of time and space and I like to sit down and think about well all the different areas of my life so my relationships uh, my career um, and just how did things go how did things go you know what what were the best parts of the year And just capturing those, and it might be just two or three things, but really thinking about, well, what went well during the year? You know, what worked? (laughs) And then just thinking about maybe one or two things that could have gone better um, that maybe I could reflect on for the next year. Um, And what can I learn from those things that didn't go so well? (laughs) And then I like to think about, well, What's possible for the next year? What do I want to achieve? What difference do I want to make in my work? What progress can I make? Um, And and I try to think about it holistically, so not just about work and career but also family, also about health. Um, You know, what are some things I want to do that are on my bucket list for the next year? You know, really thinking about what's possible. And then, you know, once I've done that, I think about, well, what do I want to learn in the next year? Uh, So this year, I've been learning a lot. I've been learning how to market online. I've been learning how to build online courses. I've been learning how to run my own business. And I have so much more to learn. So when I go through this reflection process for 2023, I'm sure I'll have lots of things on my learning goals. Um, which is great learning is super fun and I can't wait to do more of that Uh, but I'll also think about my physical health and my mental health and my lifestyle Uh, this year I've been continuing my heavy lifting uh, which I love um, but maybe maybe I want to do something different in 2023 who would know Um, I also like to think about you know we can't do everything On our own and sometimes we need a little help. Um, So the back end of this year I've actually uh, been working with an accountability partner. Um, We are both working on businesses and every week we meet for about 20 minutes and we talk about what we have to achieve for the next week and uh, during that week we often message message each other and ask how we're going with with what we said we would do. Uh, So that's just one way that we can, you know, keep moving and making sure that we're on track with our goals. Um, But sometimes, you know, in the past I've had a mentor and mentors are great people uh, to help us grow um, professionally. Uh, This year I've been a mentor on, on a program called Protégé. And I've learned a lot about myself by being a mentor, which is fantastic. Um, Do we need a sponsor? Sometimes a sponsor is a great thing to have. They are usually more senior people if you're working in a big organization who advocate for you and your career when you're not in the room and they help you build networks. Um, A number of years ago, I had someone act as a sponsor for me and it meant that I was able to secure some career opportunities I wouldn't have otherwise. Uh, Maybe do we need a coach? Uh, Coaches are great people. They can help us ask really good questions to help us move forward. Um, I have both had a coach and I work as a coach and that's a great way to help you move forward as well. The other thing some people have which... um, I would really like to put in place for the next year is a personal advisory board. So, you know, a small group of people, um, they're usually professional connections that can advise me or counsel me uh, in my business. And they usually do, they have diverse experiences so that um, you're getting a real well-rounded um, set of advice. Yeah. So, and then, you know, when I sit through this process, It's also good for me and all of us to think about, well, what breaks are we going to take throughout the year and how can we map those out? Um, What will we do around self-care and mental health and what boundaries would we put in place? Um, And that could be as simple as, you know, not reading emails after 5 o'clock in the afternoon or uh, only having meetings in the evening two times a week I don't know things like that. I also like to think about how do how do we celebrate success? Like, so when something goes really well for us, how will we celebrate that? Um, some things that my husband and I have done this year is gone out for a beautiful dinner to to celebrate successes in our move to New Zealand, in his career, uh, in my business. Um, and I think it's really great to kind of stop and do those things. Um, and then I like to think about what will I stop doing, what will I start doing, um, what habits I might like to change, how hard are habits to change, eh? <laughs> um, And then I like to maybe summarise. So everything from the previous year and what I want to do in the next year. And this year for the first time, I've got a vision board. So beside my desk, I have some really beautiful pictures of what I want to achieve really over the next few years. Um, But you could certainly do that just for the next year. I I think that would really keep things front of mind. So that's how I work through, I guess, a review process that I haven't done for a couple of years. But what I've also done this year is I've captured all the ways that I review the year coming to a close and uh, plan for the next year. And I've, I've captured those in a workbook. And if you'd like to grab a coffee, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, it's $12. So if you, you know, think that's something you might like to work through, uh, you can grab a coffee. And, yeah, look, I hope that's really helpful. I know it's a bit of a, a short podcast episode this week. Next week I'm going to talk about wins and losses in diversity and inclusion around the world. So I'll be talking about where things have improved, uh, for example, in Singapore, uh, same-sex between men. Well, oh, that was a terrible way to describe it. Um, but men having sex together has been decriminalised, which is great, uh, but the Singapore government was also taking some other things back. So I'm going to talk a little bit more in detail about that um, and I'm going to look at different countries and see and how things have improved or, or not, as may be the case. So that's me for this week. Um, We're coming to the end of the year. I'm feeling uh, pretty tired but also very optimistic for 2023. And I'll be in your ears next week. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you then.